Dozens of Canadian and global sports scholars have joined the chorus in calling for an independent inquiry into sports in Canada, saying Canadian athletes deserve better. Uh, they sent a letter today to Prime Minister Justin Trudeau. Uh, the group is called Scholars Against Abuse in Canadian uh, Sport, and they're urgently asking for an inquiry because of the widespread uh, widespread reports of sexual, physical, and psychological abuse of athletes throughout the nation's sports system. And that's not just what we hear from Hockey Canada, folks. We're talking about just your kids kids uh, and how they're taught to play soccer, to play hockey, whatever sport they're involved. They're looking for a similar type of inquiry that we had called the Dublin Inquiry in 1989, looking into uh, doping. Uh, so there's been significant call for now, a call for an inquiry. Now, the educator, educator's letter that was sent today was spearheaded by a, a gentleman by the name of Mac Ross. He's a kinesiology professor at the University of Western Ontario. He's written several articles on the recent Hockey Canada scandals, plus the national uh, safe sport crisis. Uh, here in Canada. He joins us now. Uh, Professor Ross, thank you for speaking to us today. Thanks for having me. Uh, a, a, a huge uh, and very important letter today that was sent to the Prime Minister. Uh, what prompted you to get the ball rolling on this whole endeavor? Uh, I guess uh, mostly uh, seeing the survivors uh, of abuse within the Canadian sports system struggling to to get some kind of meaningful change to occur that they've been going to parliamentary committees they've been they've been staging activism of various kinds and I've kind of been following along online and I was just trying to figure out a way that professors could do something and scholars more broadly not just professors that could show some solidarity with them so that they they knew that um, there are people within academia that agree with them and agree there should be an independent inquiry and agree that this is not progressing the way we feel it should be, that that there should be serious uh, investigations occurring deep into the sports system. Like this is a this is a system wide failure. Setting up a, an office of the Sport Integrity Commissioner uh, isn't going to be enough to fix that and we agree with them and we wanted to make sure that they knew that and that we were here to support them mm-hmm. uh, in whatever way we could and uh, we decided that uh, an open letter to the Canadian government was a good way to start. What got us here in your mind? Not just Hockey Canada but many other sports as well. Mm-hmm. There's been, um, I mean, 2022, so many stories of athletes pointing to systemic failure, mental abuse, sexual abuse, physical abuse, um, all of it seemed to come to a head in 2022. How did we get here in your mind? I think uh, we we got um, tied up in the in the pursuit of victory, in the pursuit of medals, uh, and we, we lost sight that uh, lost sight of the fact that these are people. Um, they're not just uh, tools or pawns to be used by a, a nation. Uh, to make them look good on a national stage. They're not just, um, you know, uh, robots to be used to gain political advantage. They're, they're people, and there's limits to what, what they should have to endure. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, our system has been set up in a way where victory and, and medal-seeking has been prioritized over everything else. And, and way back in 1989, at the Dublin Inquiry, I'm paraphrasing now because I don't have it in front of me, but Justice Dubbin said, you know, if if the only thing that matters is winning, then everything else is justifiable to get to that end. Uh, and it feels like we're right back there again, or that we never left there, that the Dubbin Inquiry didn't really take us to a good place, or if it did, it didn't last very long. Hmm. 
do you think an inquiry, though, can change culture? Never mind those that need to be held accountable. But I mean a mm-hmm. deeper cultural change, not just on high-profile athletes uh, that have gone through abuse, but even, uh, let's say, the local hockey rink where parents yep. sometimes don't act like adults and, and do silly things sure. and abusive things, whether it be yelling at their own child or yelling at another child or abusing a ref, whatever it may be. Would an inquiry lead to that cultural change that some say is also required uh, on our pitches and our ice rinks and, and our fields? I, I think it's our best chance to to move the needle in that direction. To, to get to the underlying issues that are at play here, uh, we need a wide-ranging investigation. Um, we need to understand fully um, the breadth of the problem. Various reporting structures and things like that aren't going to fix it. They'll provide some solutions some of the time, um, but they're not going to create a situation in which um, we're actively trying to prevent the negative uh, outcomes that we're seeing. Um, so the abuse of athletes, whether that's physical, uh, mental, or sexual, uh, has become completely commonplace in Canadian sport. So if if we're going to try to um, diffuse that, we need to have a very open and honest investigation into what's going on. And I think it'll find that um, we, we've got a, a problematic relationship with sport in this country, not just at the elite level, but all the way down through. Uh, and we need to revisit um, what we're doing in terms of our funding structure, um, the ways we relate to sport in, in terms of our day-to-day lives. I mean, if, if sport is more important um, than school, if sport is more important uh, than our relationships, um, we're in very big trouble. And unfortunately, I think that has become the case a lot of the time, especially when you look at examples like in, like we're coming back to Hockey Canada here, but, you know, sending kids away at a very young age to go pursue their hockey dreams. There's nothing necessarily wrong with pursuing a dream of being a hockey player, but uh, that seems like you're putting sport before everything else. Um, and that that seems to be a recipe for disaster. What would you say to the argument that, uh, and, and I don't want to minimize these stories of abuse mm-hmm. and th- that we've been hearing about, but to have world-class athletes, it requires a culture of excellence and pushing athletes so they can be the best they can be. Uh, and when you look at other world uh, powers in sports, uh, that's part of their, you know, part of how those countries do very well. And I'm, I'm not saying let's not, let's emulate China. I'm not saying that. Sure. But we also need to be competitive. If we, if we wish to be competitive, uh, isn't that not part of, of, of training part of the broad culture is to you have to push athletes to be the best they can be. And sometimes these things do occur and I'm, I'm not condoning them, but I'm just saying there is also mm-hmm. a culture of pushing athletes so they can perform at that level against athletes from other countries. Well, I think that has to be, there, there's a fine line, I think, uh, that has to be drawn there. We can't be going to the lengths of, you know, putting young people through traumatic experiences because we hope that someday down the road that they'll be an elite athlete. The vast majority of young people are not going to be elite athletes, and even if they were going to be, it's never acceptable uh, to put them through traumatic situations like that. Um, so there is, it's not just Canada. I think that's an important part of that. this, and that's why there's, there is 17 um, professors from 17 other schools all globally. Uh, a lot of them uh, mention that, you know, we have this problem in our country too. And one of the the big challenges is that we're all linked through an international sporting culture. 
that prioritizes winning competition between nations. And, and like you said, um, you know, the ability to be competitive on an international uh, global stage. And if, if that's the priority, uh, which I think it will be for the foreseeable future, um, it, it creates a really difficult barrier to, you know, creating a sports system that prioritizes health and well-being when people are still striving to compete for, you know, limited funding, limited opportunities. Um, that's when this toxicity and this trauma is going to come into play and really start to get us stuck in this situation in for the long term. Um, we have to we have to change our relationship with international sport, and it's a it's a huge it's a huge task because it's not just Canada. We would have to convince other people as well. Um, and other other nations that uh, there can be competition, and you know we can have international uh, relationships and uh, diplomacy and all those things through sport without um, this uh, traumatic uh, training of individuals to get them to the to the top um, of the sporting podium. Professor Ross, thank you so much for your time today. Really enjoyed our conversation, and look forward to having you on soon. Thank you so much. Thank you.